not a biologist. Come on, man. Great people has been moved to defend a great nation. This great Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. In the council of government, steel, we must guard against the, the activism of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Inherently and historically, opposed to secret society. We, as Americans have the capacity now as we've had in we the past long ago to do whatever needs to be done and unwarranted to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom the dangers in this present crisis government is not the solution to our problem government is the problem Well, see, I guess you could say I'm like a 152nd biologist. I mean, I do do agriculture. It was just the intro video. You know, because I do, I do do agriculture. So in a way, no, you're not a biologist. Stupid. I'm a plant biologist. <coughs> not really though. <coughs> uh, so yeah. <clears throat> there, uh, One of the mics is known. And it's mine. There we go. It's always mine. That may have been why it's always weird. mine. What the fuck? Why is it always I, mine? I even changed the cords on yours, and it's. it's I don't still understand. Yours. I don't yeah. understand why it's always mine. Yeah, I even changed switched the cords. Yeah, and we even double checked to make sure before you even got here that your mic was working. Yep. No, it, it was working. Earlier, like it was working when I got here. Yeah. <laughs> Smell like failure. I blame Fuck. the government. Stupid. Come on, man. Jesus. Yeah, we need to fix that. That's one. violent. Still, it's super violent. Uh, I'm giving me anxiety. <laughs> like I so, take a CBD uh, drop after that. Where's Olivia Benson and Stabler? So, uh, no coder to not. But we do have the Kentucky Waterfall. That's right. That's right. Lonnie. Yes. How was your week, buddy? <clears throat> yeah, it was fine. Nothing really to speak of. Kind of a little under the weather past couple of days, but... Uh, You're welcome, Lonnie. <laughs> I blame Joe. <clears throat> welcome to the shit show. Woo! Uh, Joe, how was your week? Uh, terrible. Yeah, you've been sick all week. I didn't do any work. I was sick all week. There you was had like pink three eye, days. Now you've got laryngitis. Yeah, and... as you can tell, like the laryngitis is happening. This is the first day though that I actually feel like fairly human. Like I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting around all right. But hey, week took a turn for the better. Got a new desk. Yes, new desk, and we can like hit it. 
It's solid. Super solid. How was your week, Jason? Pretty good. Uh, I'm, I've officially lost 20 pounds. Oh, that, that's just a real quick pause. I lost seven pounds. Yeah, that week. was because you were sick, not because you've actually been trying to <laughs> On lose the pneumonia diet. Fucker. <laughs> um, now, here's the real question. How long is it going to take you to gain all that back? I'm, all, I'm hoping to hold Probably that off. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> I'm hoping to hold it off. However, we did just have pizza. So. Okay, I do want to interject. Justin, that was your week. He already asked me that. Oh, I didn't hear him. My yeah, bad. he asked. Oh, okay. Well, no one usually does. So. I, I'm aware. <laughs> I appreciate you, Lonnie. We're all being so nice <laughs> to each other this week. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, it was a pretty good week. Played disc golf yesterday. Went and picked up this desk today. And, uh, yeah, it's been solid. Not been, not been so bad. So, cameraman? If there is a knock at my door, I have given my 10-month-old the Glock and instructed him to shoot anything that comes through that door. <laughs> yeah, if it's not one of us, he's instructed to shoot. Unfortunately, he's 10 months old. and So he's probably just going to shoot anything English. that walks through that door. So, Disclaimer, we did not actually give a firearm to a 10-month-old. That was a For ha-ha. legal reasons. For legal reasons. <laughs> that was a ha-ha. Uh, yeah, so, wait, hold on. We can't let this slide. On the topic of cameraman, where the fuck were you last week? He was asleep, yeah. dude. Asleep. He said Freedom so in sleep. the Discord. Freedom don't sleep. Okay, first off, we don't have to have cameraman to have freedom. Yeah, but it's also just not the same without him. That's right. That's where I'm getting at. The more, the merrier. Listen, all I gotta say is, don't be a dick. <laughs> so, um. You know, we've kind of changed the format up a little bit, and uh, we've been going into, like, top five news stories for the for the week, and uh, I figured, why not give it a title? So, here's this week's Locked and Loaded. That sounds so, so undramatic. <laughs> <laughs> So first off, uh, former President Donald Trump has filed a lawsuit targeting the DNC and Hillary Clinton over Russiagate. So that ought to be fun. We can dive into that later. I don't have any articles pulled up. I just have like the headlines. So first shot, Trump lawsuit. Second shot. Biden says Putin cannot remain in power. So, for somebody who's supposed to be de-escalating this situation, uh, he's making some pretty stupid, stupid fucking statements <coughs> in the world at large. Shot number three. Katanji Brown-Jackson can't define what a woman is, despite being one herself. <coughs> or is she? Or is she? <laughs> dun, dun, dun! She's, with, she's with aliens. <sighs> reptilian. Reptilian. <laughs> Shot four. North Korea has conducted its first intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missile test since 2017. Wonder why that is. Maybe it's because we have a weak fucking president. <clears throat> and the final shot. Work, damn you. <clears throat> Kamala Harris <laughs> continues to emit 
pure word salad in all of her speeches about the passage of time. The passage of time. The passage of time. Now that we've got the... What is word salad? Word salad, she just says... Shit's all mixed up together, kind of like Joe Biden. And then cackles. Yeah, and then laughs hysterically, cackling. So that has been this week's Locked and Loaded. All right, we're going to find another gun. That just sounds yeah, it it does sound kind of weak. We're gonna have to. I mean, this is the first week of it. We 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 got time. Look, you literally gave me a idea. I found something in ten seconds. Can't really. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that. The first one is just the rack. When I say this is locked in, this week's locked and loaded, <coughs> rack it, and then shot. And after then each point after each point, the shot. I like that. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we just gotta split that sound mm-hmm. up. After we find a better one. Yeah, and maybe mm-hmm. at the end, instead of having like just one shot, it's like. <laughs> Instead of shot fired, it's yeah. shots fired. Huh? Well, you could do the huh? uh, the clip of uh, uh, from uh, that old movie where he's like, "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal." No, no. Yeah, no. if we're gonna I go do like something that like that, we can have Rambo. Ah! Yeah, but all that's covered. Let's talk freedom things. So, what do we want to go into? First, I think before we get into anything else, we need to watch the North Korean propaganda video <laughs> from the ICBM test. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, this just makes me laugh. I watched I, first, it's hilarious. Dude. I watched the I first fucking love this. this, and I was like, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is great. Uh, all right, go for it, Lonnie. Is the volume all the way up? Yeah, it's just a really quiet video. Why are they all screaming? Because they're angry. What the fuck is he wearing? I expect I expect Gangnam Style to just Listen, pop out. Listen, 1985 called. It wants its fucking jacket back, bro. This hairstyle says 50s greaser. I would, I would also like to point out that uh, Kim Jong-un has one of the not-Korea-approved haircuts. So, unfortunately... This particular ballistic missile supposedly could hit the continental United States. <coughs> Unfortunately for them, it went straight up in the air. Which, I mean, I guess that's kind of the point for this test, is to just shoot it straight up, but, like... Dude. <laughs> First off, I don't know why people... Uh, I can't with this dude. Fucking little rocket man. 
At least they have like modern looking uniforms. Well, you know, the yeah, their military is the only ones that are well dressed and well fed. Everybody else is in potato sacks. So um, that happened. Interesting fact. Inter interesting fact is that there has not been a North Korean intercontinental ballistic missile test since 2017, the year after Donald Trump won the election. So I did see an article about this that they claimed that they don't actually think that this was an actual successful launch. The reason they say that is because they said in the video, they do show clips in this propaganda video. Oh, it's definitely a propaganda video. That's from a failed launch that they did way back in the day in 2017. But they said also that when the missile landed in Japanese waters, it seemed like it was just like a shell. There was nothing really yeah. important in it. It seemed like it wasn't even capable of doing what they claim it would do. At the end of the day... Kim Jong-un has a little pee-pee. This just in. I have some breaking news. Oh, that's it. It's inverted. We actually do have Beckham sitting at the front door. We did have Beckham sitting at the front door with a little shotgun. Yes, he did. Did you see the picture? No. <laughs> I mean, it's not a real shotgun, unfortunately. It's in the but... Liberty Chat. Oh, okay. I sent it to Liberty Chat. That's great. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we, <laughs> we don't mess around here. Oh my God! So, so Mick says not one North Korean is over five foot five. That's what malnutrition will do to me. Unfortunately for them, that's also about how far that <clears throat> ICBM got off the ground. <clears throat> so, we've got that covered. We all know that North Korea is just a bunch of propaganda bullshit. Like, nothing is ever what it seems to be they're, out of these videos. They're a bunch of little angry men who like to play army. No, 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 no. Not a bunch. It's one little That's angry true. man Hear that me likes out, to play army. Hear me out. Is China allies with North Korea? China is North Korea. Yeah, that's the only reason Kim Jong-un is still in power. Okay, so hear me <laughs> out. If we actually go to war with China, because China, you know, hasn't really quite said that, oh, no, we're not messing with Russia. What's North Korea going to do? Fire at no, 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 no. How did Russia end up with their hypersonic missiles? Through China. 1,000%. They came from China. We all know this. So, that's what I'm saying. What if China, therefore, gives... North We're not going to give that little crazy bastard shit. Look, North Korea is they're only keeping a him alive. That's the only reason. It out there. That's all it, it is. North Korea is just a distraction from everything else China that's, is doing. Yeah, that's literally that's the point of North Korea. Because if China really cared about North Korea, their people would not be starving. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. Just saying. I'm calling it now. North Korea is not ever going to get shit. They're just going to fire duds forever. And be like, like look at me. Done. I eat cheese and I'm fat. I mean, when they go into war, their guns, they have to go pew, pew, pew. Because they don't actually have bullets. <clears throat> <laughs> so this reminds me. Ha -ha. Have you seen their uh, 
military kung fu training video? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please. Please find this. I need to see it. Uh, yes. It's, it's great. You'll, you'll, you'll chuckle. So that, that's funny that you say that, Mick, because so Mick says I used to live on the DMZ. Mick was Army. Um, my stepdad also lived in that area yeah. when he was in the military. So, but, you know, it, it's just one of those things where that's fucking, what the, what the fuck, man? Why? What? Why does Little Rocket Man think that he's fucking big shit? Because he's got little man syndrome. Right. He's got a little pee-pee. He's got a little pee-pee syndrome. Oh, God. Here it is. All right. Go for it. Scoot back a little bit, Lonnie. Let's see. Are you like, what are you, are you trying to... <laughs> what the? <laughs> they put blades on his stomach. What am I watching? <laughs> Stop it! <clears throat> oh, please, break that on your face. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> but they cover his face, because that's important. <laughs> Wonder how much those mercenaries costed. Okay, so they're ninjas too? Ninja turtles. <laughs> they're throwing knives at each other. This guy's catching them. <laughs> they gave, they, look, I was just like, whatever. What the fuck? Bro, I can't. I can't even. Oh, yes. Oh, yes! I smashed with my face! Yeah, take that PVC pot, bitch. No, that's wood. Those are three by threes. They are. It looks like a PVC pop from the start. Yeah, hit me in the fucking head. Make me fucking stupider than I already am. Look, what, this motherfucker's gonna go Super Saiyan. Look, all I'm saying is. I've seen shit happen around here with a guy who took some meth. All right? <laughs> Nothing special. <laughs> <clears throat> you 
Yeah, I mean, I, all I'm saying is, soon, as soon as boots are on the ground here, all we got to do is get all our. I meth hit the heads. wrong button, so everybody just ignore that. That's all we got to do is get all our meth heads, dope them up really good, and they're the first wave. They'll probably take care of at least seventy five percent of it. And we don't even have to give them beds because they'll just stay awake for like fifty four hours. You know, bro. All just you got to do is give them a little bump. Good to go. And when they start getting tired, just adrenaline. Yep. Fuck it, go. So, um, <laughs> this that threw me all the way off. It was not what you were expecting. That's not it? what I was expecting. Yeah, that's what everybody says when they see that. What makes me feel a lot better about North Korea? <laughs> well, you mean those retards are what we've got to fight? <laughs> okay. Not worried. I'm gonna sleep <laughs> I'm Not worried about that one. <laughs> not a single gun was fired. <laughs> No, because that was their martial arts. You know why? Yeah. Because they can't afford ammunition to do yes. that. Like I said, when they go to the front lines, they have to go pew, pew, pew. <clears throat> because if they don't, the enemy thinks they're just standing there pointing guns. That's why they were so proficient in throwing knives. You see that? The guy was catching it in a backpack. Yeah, so they tall. could be reused. <laughs> All about recycling up in North Korea. That's why they the peasants are. get to eat the banana peels. <laughs> they are all about reducing those emissions, Justin. Motherfucker, what emissions? Ain't nobody driving no fucking cars in Korea, except for Little Rocket Man. Oh and, my and have God. you ever seen him actually get out of a car? Yes, actually, I oh, have. Oh, you have? Yes. They do have cars. No, I'm just saying, I figured they just flew him It's literally just the government. Everybody else is fucked. I'm pretty sure it's Mercedes. I figure dude. they just flew him everywhere. Like yeah, on a, on a little rocket? A little helicopter. Just... They just put a saddle on it. From yeah, a just put pony. a fucking saddle on the rocket. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but it's one for a Shetland pony because he's tiny. Kim Jong-un goes to, goes to China on a rocket. <laughs> We're going on a trip on a little rocket ship. Zooming through the skies. Kim Jong-un died. <laughs> Oh God! Anyway, um, they take that train. They take the train. That's true. The train that they fired their missiles out of. Oh God! This show, man. Sometimes I feel like you know what. So I've been listening to Stephen Crowder this week, and I feel like the way that they do their show is kind of more the way that we're doing our show here lately, which was unintentional. Like I didn't want it to be like, right? Basically, just riffing and. I love his show. I watch yeah, it his, every his show is awesome. It's great. Um, he's hilarious, but... Um, anywho. Let's, uh, let's move on. So, Lonnie, do you have um, the, uh, the... The one thing that I really want to talk about is Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Like, that's the one thing that's really been bugging the shit out of me all fucking week. Because... This bitch... Her track record is not good. Like, very light sentences for <coughs> child pornographers. <clears throat> because, you know, you can be sentenced for 40 years for one time uploading. And I want you to go ahead and pull up the Lindsey Graham clip as well. I don't I don't particularly care for Lindsey Graham. Um, but it's relevant to this right like what he says i agree with 100 percent um (coughs) 
But it should be like a Lindsey Graham. Uh, yeah, that should be it. Uh, we'll go with this one. Whichever one you want to go with. Do you want to see the walkout or? Yes, the walkout. Okay, let me let me get this one up. I I mean Lindsey Graham literally walked out of the chambers because of this woman. Because her track record is so disgusting when it comes to fucking pedophiles, like giving them super light sentences. So anyway, um, go ahead and roll that. For Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson, a marathon day in the Senate's hot seat. The 51-year-old federal judge, already an historic nominee, would become the first black woman on the Supreme Court if confirmed. I don't really have a justice that I've molded myself after or that I would. What I have is a record. Jackson preemptively addressing some Republican concerns that she was overly lenient in sentencing child pornography cases. As a mother and a judge who has had to deal with these cases, I was thinking that nothing could be further from the truth. Defending herself when pressed. But you had discretion, Once, Judge. You admit that, right? I just want to be Senator, sentencing is a discretionary act of a judge, but it's not a numbers game. The judge also explaining her former role as a public defender, assigned clients including terrorist suspects at Guantanamo Bay. You are standing up for the constitutional value of representation. That topic causing a fiery exchange between Republican Lindsey Graham and Democrat Dick Durbin, with Graham storming out. Judge Jackson sidestepping some of the committee's most political questions, like whether she'd support adding justices to the Supreme Court. In my view, judges should not be speaking in to political issues. And dismissing some questions entirely. Texas Senator Ted Cruz asking about anti-racist books taught at a private school where she serves on the board. They include a book called Anti-Racist Baby. Do you agree with this book that is being taught with kids that, that babies are racist? <coughs> Ted Cruz and his damn signs. Senator. Hold on, pause it real quick. Oh, you're requesting a pause? It's, it's a <laughs> private school. I really don't give a shit what they teach. If it's a private school and people are paying for it and they know that that's what's going on. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have to know that that's what's yeah. being taught. Yeah. And a lot of these parents don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, like I said, it's a private school. Go ahead. I do not believe <clears throat> that any child should be made to feel as though they are racist, Democrats left last night's hearing confident that Judge Jackson will still have the votes she needs to be confirmed. If every Democrat sticks together, they can confirm her without any Republican votes. They're hoping to do so by Easter. Craig? Garrett Hick, once again, in the room where it's happening. Garrett, thank you so much. So, uh, let's see. So what, 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 what is her leniency on the, the, the pedos? So, leniency on child pornography, and I'm actually trying to find that right now. Um, (coughs) 
<clears throat> I'm so alive. Let's see. Uh, this might be it right here. <clears throat> it could be, but I really need. Did you want to hear the part where Lindsey Graham was questioning her? No, I wanted to hear the part where Lindsey Graham was telling her that somebody who's trafficking child porn should go to jail for 40 or 50 years. I think this is it. That could be. Go ahead. This is another former chair of the committee and senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, again, congratulations. Uh, Well-deserved uh, honor here. Uh, you have worked hard all your life, and um, you have much to be proud of. I have said in the past, and I think it's good for the court to look like America, so count me in on the idea of making the court more diverse. And in the history of our country, we've never had an African-American woman serve on the court. But I also said that didn't get much coverage. I want, I want, the, I want the court to play a particular role in America. One is make it more look like the country, but also make it operate in the <coughs> confines of the Constitution. That didn't, didn't get a lot of coverage. Um, so the hearings are going to be challenging for you, informative for the public, and respectful by us. I hope we can meet that. That's hope that definitely I don't a think really long video. Uh, as to the historic like nature one? of... Yes. Oh, wait, one pause it for a second. I got, I got one thing I here. Lectured about this. So apparently in 2013, Jackson sent a, who was then 19-year-old, Wesley Hawkins, away to prison for three months for child pornography. He was 19. It doesn't matter. It, but to, to constitute child pornography, it could have been... The girl could have been 17... That's really he, he. Well, he's not a. He's not exactly a pedophile. You know what I mean? If you're trafficking child porn, it doesn't matter. That's yeah. a minor. Yeah, but but what she? But see, what if it was just a 17 year old girl that sent him nude pictures? No, he was posting videos on YouTube of children engaged in sexual acts. Seven to 17 year old boys. Let's see. Senators alleged Hawkins must have committed additional sex crimes in the nation's capital to end up back before Jackson. What the heck? I don't know. Yeah, he uploaded to YouTube five videos of prepubescent boys engaged in sex acts. Yep. Yeah, so three months? Yeah, no. Way too light. Yeah. Way. Yeah, for sure. Um... I mean, the thing is, is that her record when it comes to child pornography is extremely lenient. And honestly, you shouldn't be... What the... What? My other cord. I was pulling on the cord. Oh, okay. Um, the thing... The, I can understand, like... <clears throat> being lenient on some things, but the trafficking of child porn, no. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how old you are. You know that it is illegal to have any type of material that involves minors involved in sexual activities. It is illegal to have nudity of you minors. You said what, he was 19? Yeah. Yeah. 
you know right from wrong. Yeah. Period. <clears throat> now, you know what? <clears throat> when it comes to that stuff, that person yeah. should now, automatically get the maximum sentence. I don't give a fuck. But I'm saying there should be some uh, discernment, though. Say, like, if a, a guy's dating a 17-year-old and he's 19. It's still possession of child pornography. But I'm saying if she sends him nudes, I don't Why, think... You, okay. Personal accountability. Why are yeah. you putting yourself in a position to receive explicit material from a minor? But but I'm saying you're not trying. What it doesn't matter. It, you're not. putting yourself in a position to get statutory rape charges. You're putting yourself in a position to get charged with possession. I think I know of, what Joe's trying to say here. He's saying like, what if he's talking I, to someone he doesn't know? And it's I understand. I understand well, that. But at the same time, like. As an adult, you need to be aware of what's happening. But see, at 17 years old, though, she knows what she's doing, too. Yeah, but her parents, she's not a adult. Her parents have the overall say when it comes to that stuff. And yeah. if her parents find out, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm I can saying see, I can most see both sides of that. I mean, I can see where, like, hey, it's unfortunate that, you know, maybe she sends you something, you know, unsolicited. And you didn't know about it, you know, but you still have it. But you also shouldn't put yourself in a position to where that no, can also. No, absolutely not. And that's the point that I'm making. As an adult, you should know that you should not be putting yourself in a position to to catch any type of charge <laughs> like that. It would be different if you were 16 and she was 15 when you started dating. And you've been dating until you turned 18 and she's 17 still. Yeah, I mean, see, that's what I'm saying. What if, there, what if you're 17... But by that time, you know their parents, you know them. Like, yeah, the way I'm some... gathering your converse, like your scenario is that this person has just met somebody that's 17. Right? I mean... Because that's the way I'm interpreting what you're saying. But, I mean, personally, like I said, it, me, it would all depend on the intention. The intention's not important. The law is the law. I'm sorry. The, it's black and white. Uh, see, I feel like I, I feel see, like there it's is not... some gray areas though. Like what Justin's saying. Like, say you've been dating all through high school. And yeah, then... but at that point, you have a history with this person. You can right. prove that you've been. But in a there's also been cases for... where that's that's gotten someone in trouble. It and, has. And, and, yeah, for sure. And you know, and it's one of those situations where, like, I see that as a little bit of a gray area because. You've yeah. been together, you've been in a relationship, okay, now you're just kind of outside that realm. Like, at that point, it's it's kind of wishy-washy. But in the instance of you just meet someone... And what I'm saying is, is what if you legitimately like each other and you're actually dating and then she sends you nudes and whatever? What I'm saying is, is you're not actually committing a... I don't feel like you're actually doing something that warrants going to prison for. The law is the law. Yeah, it's... Unfortunately, I mean, that's the law. So, like, if... Because you, you're not really a pedophile, you know what I mean? Well, no, but... It's not like you're it's looking not, at four-year-olds. It's not... It would be like a possession of explicit material with a minor. Yeah. Well, and to be... Let's be honest. In, in the extreme cases, things like this happen. But in most cases, it kind of goes, I think, in my direction. The parents are like, you need to quit that shit. Yeah. They don't actually press charges. Yeah. Unless they see some sketchy stuff going on. Yeah. Most of the time it's like, hey, this has got to stop. But you can't mm -hmm. guarantee that that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Right. 
Which, again, brings me back to the personal decision-making part of it. And that's why the law backs that up. Yes. Now, cameraman says he got such a small <coughs> sentence because he was in possession, not distribution. <clears throat> but he um, was, No, he distributed it on he YouTube. He distributed it on YouTube. <clears throat> he should have yeah. gotten a huge sentence. Yeah, he put it up on YouTube. It should have ruined his life forever. Um... But I and that's just my opinion of it, right? It's 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 disgusting that you would even consider letting someone as a parent, no less, that you would even consider letting someone off leniently, knowing that they're distributing sexually explicit content that contains minors in it. So, I and like. Like I said, I don't even like Lindsey Graham, but I'm in 100% agreement with him. If you're caught distributing child pornography, <clears throat> you should go to jail for 40 years. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. Yep. You know, it's one thing to be sent a picture and you have no idea. It's not, you can't, you can't <clears throat> excuse that. I mean, that. I don't think you're going to go to jail for four, or prison for 40 years because. Like some some girl that you were like if you're a teacher no you're not gonna and go some to girls ch- like here's my if tits, you're a teacher you know? that's a different story teachers are gonna get shit on for that no what I'm saying time. is is like all you have is that one that's it like she like and you didn't ask for them like she's just like hey here's my tits and you're like holy shit like no what you know like whoa but that brings into question why does that student have your number. How did you, <clears throat> why is that student? Why are you in this predicament? You know, why did you put yourself in a situation? Maybe they do, well, uh, like, like, say my college professor. Some people do go to college before they're 18, some 17. But, but the professors, a lot of times on the, the, on the syllabus, yes. put their number. I'm just saying it's possible. It's possible, but, you know, receiving a picture like that, most people are not going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep this. Oh, no. Most if people are going to be like, oh, fuck I'd, no. Get rid of this shit. First thing I'd be doing is calling the principal, like, literally, like, right there. I'd be like, look, hey, man, like, she just sent me this shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's fucking disgusting. Now, let's go to the fact that she can't define what a woman is. Because, we, I mean, the Lindsey Graham thing, it's interesting and all, but I've, honestly, I just don't care that much. Go for it, Lonnie. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, <clears throat> what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments. And I look at the right. law and I decide. Well. <coughs> All right. Well, she's not a biologist, but I learned from my parents and in school. <laughs> so to be fair, she's a judge. No, no, no. There is no to be fair here. No, no, no. no, no. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Men are men and no, women no, no, are women. No, 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 no. no, I'm saying like to be fair, she's a judge. Why are they asking that question to begin with? Like. I'm saying, how is it relative to her being a judge? It's relevant to her being a judge because of things like, I don't know, Leah Thomas. I mean, because there's potential, it's there's relevant. potential situations to where they will have to rule on 
setting something into law or not. It's yeah, relevant because transgender women think they should be allowed to use the women's restroom. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes I feel like and, you know, Republicans just throw this stuff in there sometimes just to be like, ah, look what we got on her, <laughs> you know. But that's not it. It's So, I don't know if you remember, but when Brett Kavanaugh was being, you know, confirmed, the whole fucking thing turned into him sexually assaulting that whatever the fucker name was a person who he didn't even know who she what was, was her name? Ford. Yeah. Christine Blasey Ford. Welcome probes. Like, I don't know if maybe you haven't noticed, but the left has constantly shit on every justice that has been appointed. Oh, I mean, I since understand. Obama. I understand. So it's about time that they return the favor. I, mean, I understand. the The unfortunate part is that she's she's got the votes to be confirmed. It doesn't matter what happens unless one of the Democrats <clears throat> is like, "Oh hell no!" But at least which there is the possibility, given that we have Mansion and uh, Kirsten Cinema still. Because I mean, they're probably the most moderate Democrats in the Senate, right? So if there's any hope of her not getting confirmed is going to be from those two. Yeah, Probst is right on this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get so Probst it. says it's relevant because how can she make rulings on what is protected based on gender if she can't define gender? Which is true because Title IX. That's true. I get it. I'm, I'm with you. It's specific to sex. Right. Like, you... But yeah, no, it's, there is one bright side to this too. I mean, even at the bare minimum, like you said, she already has potentially all the votes to get, you know. I mean, she's got 51 votes, and you can't filibuster a, a nomination. Right. So, but at this point, <clears throat> what all the Republicans are doing is at least trying to air it out mm -hmm. to show, at least put it out there in the media, who will show it, to kind of get people to see what's happening. Again, just kind of like what the Democrats did with Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh except for yeah. everything that they said about Brett Kavanaugh was... Not true. Completely made up. It was a complete hit piece. Yeah. The same goes for um, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they they asked her if she had ever committed sexual <clears throat> assault. And she's like, what? Like, how? What? It's, it's all a fucking dog and pony show at this point. And it's honestly pretty disgusting the way that this country has gone. Um, oh, another bright side. A lot of good memes have came out of this. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, it's absolutely. raining. <laughs> Is it raining? I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> or Is the, it turning the, the frogs ones, gay? I don't know. I'm not Alex Jones. Or the one I posted the other day uh, about the IRS. Something about, like, uh, what, what? I'll, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> so scatterbrained. Uh, Prep says we need to watch the one where Ted Cruz lays into her. And I kind of agree because I really enjoy watching Ted Cruz lay into people because it is awesome. So, I don't know. I, you know, I, at this point, <coughs> she's just... <clears throat> Disgraceful. Fucking pad is not working right. <clears throat> but, it, it's... <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, no, oh, hold, the, hold mm. the front door. Did you hear that AOC is releasing an autobiography? <laughs> she, 
She's younger than us. How can she release? Well, like, what the hell is there to read? I, I was born. I went to college. I bartended and showed my tits. I might help say. Okay, so the meme. I wasn't able to pay my taxes because I can't define the word taxes because I'm not a tax accountant. Hopefully the IRS will accept this excuse. Don't be a dick. There's so many of these. Stop I don't know. it. I don't know which one to There's a ton. Uh, <clears throat> go for that second one right there. This one? No, up one. Yep. Because this is about the child pornography cases, so it's relevant. Go for it. And I'll confess, Judge Jackson, as, as, look, as I listen to your testimony, I believe you are someone who is compassionate. I believe you care for children, obviously your children and other children. But I also see a record of activism and advocacy as it concerns sexual predators <coughs> that stems back decades and that is concerning. Uh, you wrote your note on the Harvard Law Review on sex Okay, crime. I'm pausing this. Just look at the smug-ass face she has on right now. Yeah. Like, it's so smug. Yep. Like, it's ridiculous. Looking at him like, who the fuck are you to talk to me like this? Better because he's white. He fucking racist. Yeah. I Except mean, for he's not white, he's fucking Hispanic. His entire family is from Cuba. <clears throat> His last name's Cruz, for crying out loud. He's literally Hispanic. And it's not Tom Cruise. Like, it's not spelled that yeah, way. It's not like a cruise ship. It's like... It's like... It's, it's like Z, Chevy baby. Cruise. It's with a Z, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, your note is your major academic work on the Law Review, and, and yours is entitled Prevention Versus Punishment Towards a Principled Distinction in the Restraint of relate, uh, Release Six Sex Offenders. And in it, you argue, and I quote... A recent spate of legislation purports to regulate released sex offenders by requiring them to register with local law enforcement officials, notify community members of their presence, undergo DNA testing, and submit to civil commitment for an indefinite term. <coughs> Although many courts and commentators herald these laws as va valid regulatory measures, others reject them as punitive enactments that violate the rights of individuals who have already been sanctioned for their crimes. Under existing doctrine, the constitutionality of sex offender statutes depends upon their characterization as essentially preventative rather than punitive. And what you go, out, go on to explain is if they're viewed as punitive, they are unconstitutional. If they're viewed as preventative, they are not. And throughout the course of your note, you argue they should be viewed as punitive and therefore unconstitutional. Indeed, in the second to last page, you go through each of those four categories. You say requirements that sex offenders register <coughs> may or may not be unconstitutional, depending upon whether, quote, sex in which sex offenders have no privacy right in registration information or blood samples. So you suggest that may or may not be constitutional, although you, you raise doubts about it. And then you raise very significant doubts about community notification and you heavily suggest that civil commitment for sexual predators is unconstitutional. Do you still agree with the sentiments you expressed in, in your law school note? Respectfully, Senator, those are not the sentiments that I expressed in my law school note. My law school note 
was about sex offender registration laws, which at the time were relatively new. As uh, you know from our time in law school, one of the things that law school students do is they look for new developments in the law and they try to analyze them. That's something that makes for good fodder for a law school note. My note, uh, which came out in 1996, was shortly after there were new Megan's laws. And the point that I was making was not that the laws were bad, that the laws were wrong. I was trying to assess uh, something that is uh, sort of fundamental in terms of the characterization of the laws. I didn't say that they were unconstitutional one way or the other. What I was trying to assess was how they are characterized. Some, um, some courts would look at those laws and call them preventative, and that has a certain set of uh, uh, consequences. Some courts would call them punitive, and that has a certain set of consequences. And what I was trying to do is figure out how to make the determination, whether they were punitive or preventative. Well, your note argued that they were punitive. And I would note that that view, uh, there have been some on the bench that have advocated that. Uh, the Supreme Court in 1997 decided a case called Kansas versus Hendricks in which it upheld Kansas's civil commitment statute. That was a 5-4 vote. This has been a question that has been close at the Supreme Court. And I would note beyond that, that in terms of the prevalence of these statutes, all 50 states in DC have registry requirements. 47 states have community notification requirements. All 50 states have DNA or blood banks for sex offenders requirements. And 20 of the states, the federal government in DC have laws that allow for the indefinite detention of sex offenders. I would note in the state of Texas, a state court of appeals, relying on very much the, the, the same sort of reasoning you advocated in your note, struck down Texas's sexually violent predator civil commitment law. At the time I was the Solicitor General of Texas, I personally <coughs> argued that appeal in the Texas Supreme Court. And the Texas Supreme Court unanimously reversed the court of appeals and upheld our statute. And, and if the views you advocated in law school prevailed, Civil commitment laws across the country would be struck down, releasing sexual predators. And under the argument, community notification and DNA ba bank laws could well be struck down as well. Is that, is that an outcome that, that, that should concern people? Senator, my note wasn't advocating for the striking down of those laws. My note was trying to identify criteria that I thought could be applied consistently to determine whether the laws were punitive or preventative. But with respect Either to Jackson, you argued that they were punitive, and you further say in the note, if they're punitive, they're unconstitutional. I was looking at four different kinds of laws, and not all of them did I say were punitive. Okay, so let's take civil commitments laws. Uh, if you look at civil commitment laws right now, the U UCLA School of Law, Williams Institute, estimates more than 6,300 sex offenders are currently detained in civil commitment programs. If the view you advocated prevailed, presumably those 6,300 sex offenders would be released to the public. I is that an outcome that should be concerning? Senator, in law school, when I was writing a note, I was looking at 
a brand new set of laws. That yes, you've already said this. Been enacted in any You're just repeating the same here. bullshit. And I was assessing Are we at dodging? the time as law That's all that, that, do, so what the problem, criteria I thought. The problem with all of these confirmation hearings <coughs> for both right and left-leaning justices is that they constantly just dodge. They're not going to answer questions the way they should be answered. She's taking her stance, which if you're writing a note in law school about constitutional or unconstitutional and how these laws could be portrayed and saying that this is unconstitutional, that's your view. And that's how you're going to rule. Is that, no, this isn't constitutional, so let's strike it down. That's the point that Cruz is making, right? And she's trying to say, no, I was just a, a young law school student trying to poke holes in these things. Now, you don't pick shit like that to write notes on if you don't have a reason. Yeah. Like you, Something has to motivate that thinking. Yes. Because, and that's the thing. Like You're not going to write a paper on something because oh, I'm just going to write this paper. Yeah. No, you're going to write a paper on something that you <coughs> want to write it about. Yeah, you unless have to it's have some a sort of sign, a motivation to right? do it. And <coughs> in, the, in the case of a law school note, you're not assigned laws. You pick laws to write your note on. She picked those laws for a reason, and her record backs up What'd what her say? note said in 1996. She's extremely lenient on child pornography and sexual predators. I don't want this woman in the Supreme Court. Unfortunately, no. what I want doesn't fucking matter right now because the Democrats are going to push through anyway, most likely. And it's, it's disgusting. It really is. All for the sake of just having a black woman on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's talk about that for a second. If she was truly... Yeah, but I'm the one that messes with the boom mic all the time. <laughs> it slipped, man. See this? <laughs> you seeing this? <laughs> I've not messed with mine one time since we've been on air, other than to like move it closer or further away, depending on how I'm sitting. <laughs> Joe's over there. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> hold on. I've, I deserve this one for me. Don't be a dick. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Um, what was I saying? <clears throat> I lost it. Lost what I was saying. <clears throat> so about the Supreme Court. Wow. Way to go. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Come back with another update. Whenever you actually have one. It looks like it's snowing in Ukraine. Does it? Looks like it. Because it probably is. Probably is. Because cold as balls over there. Probably um, ashes. Yeah, probably ashes. Probably Could nuclear warhead went off. And we just haven't heard about it yet. The mushroom cometh. Oh, God. You say the mushroom cometh. I say the tindy man cometh. Which one shall happen first? Who knows? Either way, they both And where away. do babies come from? Storks. Fair. Um, so I... I the thing is, like with all of the, all of them, they all just skirt the issues. 
And that's oh, what she's doing. I remember what we were talking about. Go. Talking about her being <coughs> the first black woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if she were truly <clears throat> the most qualified candidate, you wouldn't need the, I'm going to elect a, a, a black <coughs> woman. Or nominate a black woman it. to the Supreme Court. I think it's time for it. You know, it, it's not a timing thing. It's a, you earned this thing. It's a qualification. Meritocracy thing. exists for a specific reason. And that specific reason is so that the best candidate for the job gets the job. Yeah. I mean, this goes back to, um, you know, what we were talking about with um, shit. Shit. Can't think of the name of it. Um, oh, you know the you know the thing. Yeah, that thing. That thing with colleges. Yes, affirmative action. Affirmative action. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if it's the dumb. Thing, if you're setting up for failure. Exactly, and you're setting this woman up to be a complete mockery of the Supreme Court. Well, not like, only that, but you're putting her in a position to do. Great Great harm to the United States. Yes. Absolutely. And and that's the problem that I have with it. Like, if she truly were the most qualified candidate, I would not have a problem at all. Yeah. The simple fact of the matter is is that she's not the most qualified candidate, probably. There's probably other people out there who would have been much better suited for the job. But instead, they're installing a diversity, equity, and inclusion hire. Yeah. And you know, here's you know, the thing. Just... There's no such thing as equity. Equity is not a thing unless you're a communist. Yeah. And even in communism, equity only exists for poor people because poor people all get the same thing. Yeah. The elites, they get whatever they want. They There's no want equity to... there. No. You miss one. Equity is a equity, quality of outcome. Equity also exists in home ownership. That's a different kind of equity. <laughs> motherfucker. Um, it was a joke. Listen, motherfucker. Don't be a dick. Um, that's my. That's favorite. a good equity. That's actually, like my new favorite button. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just so much unity. I, that's all I can say about all this. Okay, it, so it's just while we're on the subject of oh another black woman, or just because she's a black woman, we're getting flagged for this one. Mm-mm. No, all I'm gonna say is Katanji Brown. Why? Why is that relevant? Yeah, it's a name, Joe. It's a name. Congratulations. I'm saying like literally all the other other black women that they chose had like. You know, like Sarah or... Yeah, so she actually talks about it in her opening statement. Pull up her opening statement. Because this is... Ted Cruz, you know, I don't care anymore. But she was the only one with a... Have you listened to her opening statement? No. Okay, so when he finds it... Is it an oh my gosh statement? No, you'll understand her name. Oh, I'm saying that, like, no, no, she's just, the only one sh- with that type of name. Let me know when it's... Is it there? Yep. 
Okay, go ahead. I'll be right back. Chairman Durbin, Ranking Member Grassley, and distinguished members of the Judiciary Committee, thank you for convening this hearing and for considering my nomination as Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. <coughs> I am humbled and honored to be here. And I am also truly grateful for the generous introductions that my former judicial colleague, <coughs> Judge Tom Griffith, and my close friend, Professor Lisa Fairfax, have so graciously provided. I'm also very thankful for the confidence that President Biden has placed in me and for the kindness that he and the First Lady and the Vice President and the Second Gentleman have extended to me and my family. Today will be the fourth time that I've had the honor of appearing before this committee to be considered for confirmation. Over the past three weeks, I have also had the honor of meeting each member of this committee separately and I've met with 45 senators in total. <clears throat> your careful attention to my nomination demonstrates your dedication to the crucial role How that the Senate plays in this constitutional process. And while I'm on the subject <coughs> of gratitude, I must also pause to reaffirm <coughs> my thanks to God, <coughs> for it is faith that sustains <coughs> me at this moment <coughs> Even prior to today, I can honestly say that my life has been blessed beyond measure. The first of my many blessings is the fact that I was born in this great nation a little over 50 years ago in September of 1970. Congress had enacted two civil rights acts in the decade before, and like so many who had experienced lawful racial segregation firsthand, my parents, Johnny and Ellery Brown, left their hometown of Miami, Florida, and moved to Washington, D.C. to experience new freedom. When I was born here in Washington, my parents were public school teachers, and to express both pride in their heritage and hope for the future, they gave me an African name, Katanji Onyika, which they were told means lovely one. My parents taught me that there you go. The backed up my point. they had, <laughs> had to face growing up, my path was clearer. All right, yeah, yeah we don't have to listen to Yeah, go ahead. So literally, that just proved my point. Okay, but there's a reason, and it's a cultural reason, and... I'm here for it. Like, if if I were not white, my daughter would probably have a culturally different name. I'm, right? I'm just saying that even... I know what you're saying, but you shouldn't say things like that. Right? I'm saying that there's even some... I've even had a black woman... Okay, so I was talking to her. Listen, and it's she, not Shaniqua. Okay, that's all that matters. Well, I mean, so I, I'm a little more like, okay, okay, because it's actually cultural, right? Yes. But at first I didn't think, I didn't know that because it just sounded, you know. Yeah, which is why you shouldn't say things like that. Well, let me move on to what I was going to say. Because there are black folks out there that don't like that junk either. Well, yeah. Because I was talking to a black girl 
who her husband at the time was like, oh yeah, we should have a kid, and we should name it the we should have, if he's a boy, we name him Shaquan. And she looked at him and was like, no, because I do not want him to work at McDonald's the rest of his life. No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I was gonna say like she, like they there's a lot of black folks that are even like, no, this is stupid. Well, it's because they understand how and so. As much as I disagree with this, it does happen. Like, people with black-sounding names typically get passed over. Right. Because it carries a certain connotation that is not necessarily warranted, right? No, I agree. The simple fact of the matter is, is that more often than not, those people don't get the jobs. Right. But that brings me back to another point. Why would you place that burden on your child exactly. knowing exactly that what you name your child could impact their future like you know, i mean it's like elon musk naming his child x sachet <coughs> 12 yeah, that's kind of stupid right like if it were anyone mm. other than elon musk's kid that kid would never fucking succeed ever right <laughs> Ever. But that kid is destined to be the CEO of Tesla or some shit. His life is set. Yeah. I mean, he's set for life and that's fine. He could choose to literally do nothing and probably still be set. Well, yeah. I mean, his days are, his, his, I don't even know if it's a girl or a boy. I literally don't fucking know. That's not the point though. The point is. A cyborg. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably got a Neuralink at age six months. The fuck? The skull's softer at that age. Yeah, it's easier to get it in there. <laughs> I mean, you he probably just, it. just clicks. Yeah, <laughs> just, just right through the soft spot. <laughs> hey, that kid probably came out with a Neuralink. His sperm may have had a Neuralink. Exactly. Like Elon Musk is micro. What was it? Uh, what's it? Was it called? Uh, nanotechnology. Yeah, his sperm. He literally just fucking said that. Oh, I didn't hear. I'm sorry. God damn it. I have, I have like an ear Don't be a dick. Here, man. <laughs> Smell like failure. Anywho, um, so, I mean, as far as all of this goes, like, I have problems, big ones, with Ketanji Brown-Jackson. And I'm not comfortable as an American with her being on the Supreme Court. Here's and something I'll be bold. To I'm going to tell you something right now. It has nothing to do with the fucking color of her skin. It oh, has no. to do with the content no. of her character. Yeah. See what you did there. I it, it that's plain and simple. That's what it is. The smug look on her <laughs> face, the way that she responds to questions, the way that she refuses to define what a woman is, even though she is a fucking woman. The way she refused to answer any question. Yeah. I have problems. And I'll go on a bold statement and say everyone should be worried. Everyone should have been worried the second that Joe Biden was sworn into office. Yeah. Fair statement. I, at the end of the day, look at everything that has happened since he took office. None of this shit was happening under Trump. No. Hell, you know, half the shit... Well, no. All of the shit was still happening under Barack Obama. Like, all of this started... It's just worse. It's just like... It's a whole different degree. The thing is, it's like, from 2008 to 2012, it was kind of okay. It wasn't horrible. It It wasn't wasn't bad. But, I mean, honestly, we were just coming into adulthood. 
Joe and I, you were still in high school. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Joe and I were coming into adulthood and like getting our feet wet in the world and all that shit. <coughs> we didn't really pay that much attention to all of this, you know? Uh, yeah, it was funny. We got the thanks Obama <coughs> jokes and all that shit. But like at the end of the day, it wasn't until like 2012 that we really started paying attention more to what was happening. No, I paid attention because... But it, it wasn't to the extent that we do it, now. It didn't really affect your life until that point. I mean, it did, no, but it, no, it didn't. So it did, but it didn't. Because at that point, you know, this is like eight years. We're still young. We'll be fine. Whatever. Now, from 2012 to 2016, you know, that point in every presidency's tenure when they've hit their second term and they just do whatever the fuck they want. You know, when Barack Obama was like, I have a pen and I have a phone. Like, no, dude, that's not how it works. You don't get to write the laws. That's why I have such a problem with executive orders, right? Executive orders are not law. Like, you cannot mandate things just because you're the president of the United States. You can't just unilaterally say, you have to do this. Executive orders are meant to direct agencies on how to execute the law. Do I have a loose child? I feel like you probably have a loose child. Because he's been in and out. Or is it Beth? Oh, that's Beth. That's a Beth. So, I mean, but that's the thing. Like, the executive orders are meant to tell agencies how to execute laws that currently exist on the books. Yeah. They're not meant to unilaterally create law. Like, you, you cannot bypass the legislature. We have checks and balances for a reason. <coughs> but it seems here lately that the legislature has just decided, eh, we don't want to write laws anymore. And just kind of said, you do it. Which is the other problem that I have with our government. Like, you can't just abdicate your position <coughs> and your authority to the president. Like, that's not how it works. That's not the way our system was designed, and you need to go back to the way it's supposed to work. You need to write the laws, the president needs to sign the laws, and then instruct agencies on how to execute the laws. Yeah, it's it, now it's just a big rubber stamping. That's all it is. It's just a bureaucracy it's, yeah, it's at this ridiculous. point. And it's, the, the no sad thing is... No one wants to put in the work. They just want to sit there, move stuff along. They don't want to fight about it. They want the, to make their job easy. Yeah, and the sad thing is, is this kind of ties right into, uh, into uh, you know, a, a little bit of a... Uh-oh. <coughs> oh, shit. I can't see it, but the bullet is rocking. It ties right into Justice Financial Corner, which we skipped Joe's Conspiracy Corner because this is actually going to tie into what we're talking about. Right? So... That's enough of you. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Um, ow, shit. Smack my, smack my boom. Anyway, so. I'll <laughs> smack my titty. <laughs> I'll smack my titty. Uh, <clears throat> so hold so, on. You know how, you, how you're saying the. Um, no, you're not <laughs> interrupting Justin's financial <clears throat> corner. Shut up. I got something. You can wait. Hold that thought. This is this is his proud moment. Let him so when when you look at the way that the legislature refuses to legislate, 
you have to look at the stock market writ large, right? Because so when you look at the SEC, there's four chairman, like there's four big players in the SEC. They vote on the, the rules and all that stuff. They can vote on whatever rules they want. The problem is, is until the legislature actually legislates to make those rules actually work, nothing changes. That's why you have companies like Citadel, market makers that are just naked shorting stocks into oblivion, right? Which is an interesting thing because this week in the world of GME, uh, we had a major price jump. Like the week started at like $70 and it closed at 150 this week, which is huge. Right. Um, Come on, Joe. Admit it. Admit it. That's a big gain. It's big. It's like a fifty percent gain. It is. It's actually like a hundred and ten percent gain. But Regardless, it's not, not enough gain so, to lift off. But, but here's the thing. So when you look at the <laughs> the reasoning behind that lift off to get to that hundred and ten percent increase. When you look at the trades that started that, 50% of retail's trades still went through, were routed through a dark pool, right? Which should be completely illegal. So when, so when you or I put a trade in, right, it gets sent to a wholesaler and then they route it through a dark pool, which doesn't affect mm -hmm. price discovery, nothing. So essentially, you're putting your money in for no reason. Because your transaction is not actively helping change the price. So when you look at what happened on Wednesday when it really started to bump, Ryan Cohen, chairman of the CEO or chairman of the board of GameStop, purchased a hundred thousand shares. Isn't his nickname like Ryan Big Boss Cohen or something like no, that? I don't know that. I don't I don't think so. I mean it was We call him Papa Cohen. Uh so he, the way that he routed his trades, and you can actually trace these, he routed them through an IEX exchange, completely bypassed market makers, right? So they went to the lit market, they affected price discovery. Here's another thing that you need to understand. CEOs, members of the boards, they don't buy shares of their company's stock <coughs> unless they think one thing is going to happen. What do you think that one thing is, Lonnie? If they're going to make money. If the price of that share is going to go up. <clears throat> now, also in the world of GME, because that's basically where all the big moves for the markets are happening, that with you know the popcorn stock, AMC, BlackBerry, Nokia, Bed Bath & Beyond, they're all like lumped into that same meme basket, like meme stock basket or whatever. You can look at the charts and they're eerily similar. When one goes up, they all go up. So naturally, since GameStop decided to go on a little hill climbing expedition, AMC, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond, Nokia, all of them, similar climb, including a stock um, called Sundog Growers, which was also lumped in with the meme stock. Sundog Rovers is actually a cannabis cultivator in Canada. Wait, who? who? Sundial. And what happened? SNDL. They experienced a similar climb because they're in the meme stock basket. Damn it. See, I had two. 
in mine were like constantly just like doing it'd go up and yep. then they'd drop and then go up and then they'd drop yeah I'm like dang it man so i just dropped them yeah anywho uh so it's weird because like on wednesday in particular gamestop was completely disconnected from the rest of the market yeah right the, re- yeah, the rest of the market was going down gamestop was going up it was all driven by that one purchase through the IEX by Ryan Cohen. And he wasn't purchasing 100000 at one time. He would buy a couple thousand, <coughs> let the price run a little bit, and it would do its thing, and then it'd start consolidating, and then he'd buy another couple thousand. He did this all throughout the day. Like, there's multiple trades. It wasn't just one. Um. It's really interesting when you really start diving into the stock market, seeing all this stuff and learning the things that I, like I've learned just from being involved with the whole, the GameStop saga and everything. Um, until you really dive in, you don't see what kind of bullshit is happening in the stock market. And even Gary Gensler, the, <laughs> the head of the SEC, said that until Congress acts, his hands are tied. He can't do anything about these short sellers and market manipulation schemes, you know, and there's a big DOJ probe into short sellers right now. It's a really interesting time in the stock market. Um, And, you know, I'm fully, I'm 100% prepared to not go to the moon, obviously, because I know the current situation with the market. But, uh, if we could go to the moon, that'd be great. <laughs> and uh, that's been Justin's financial corner. Hold on. Don't you think it's a little weird with possible talks of nuclear war that the VIX is actually dropping? No. The VIX has nothing to do. It's completely disconnected from all of that stuff. The VIX tracks the prices of stocks. When prices are very volatile, the VIX goes up. Oh, okay, gotcha. When prices are stable or, you know, slightly varying, the VIX goes down. I got you. So, yeah, it's that the VIX is not related to anything other than, like, big stock names. It's just a I tracking index. Like, it, it doesn't even have anything in it. It's just a number. I got you. I got you. So, yeah. So... Uh, it may be related to Justin's financial corner. Hit me with it. Let's talk about Biden, Biden's new minimum tax on billionaires. Bullshit. 20%. Yeah, fuck him. So if you make $100 million, you owe the government $20 million of that. That is some bullshit. Well, you said billionaires, and that's a millionaire. Like a multimillionaire, but a millionaire nonetheless. Well, it says on billionaires, but the actual thing is the billionaire minimum income tax plan under President Biden would establish a hundred or a twenty percent minimum tax rate on all American households worth more than a hundred million. So okay. why do they call it the billionaire tax? Okay, again, we're going to go back to this thing. A lot of these people do not have liquid assets that value up to a billion dollars. They have stocks. They have unrealized capital gains. <coughs> Ask Mark Zuckerberg. You can lose billions of dollars in an instant. Well, see, that's why I'm saying the households, the households are worth more than $100 million. 
So that mean that they're they're including their assets with this. You cannot include assets like an unrealized capital gain. I mean, I don't know until how. you sell something, you don't have that money. But but would you agree that this that's what it sounded like they're trying to do? They are trying to do that, and, and the thing is, is like even Elon Musk has been trying to point this out, right? So back a couple of months ago, when he sold all that Tesla stock, right? He was calling out Bernie Sanders, like, "You want me to sell more stock? Just say the word, Bernie." Like, it just it, he's he did it to prove a point, right? Right. He did it to to show that like until I sell this, I don't have the money. Like that, I don't. My bank account doesn't have four hundred billion dollars in it or whatever he's worth right. now. It's whatever actual money I have now. Granted. He took loans out that were backed by his stocks, but obviously those are loans. He's got to pay that back. He did. Right. That's not income. He paid the most taxes in the history of the United States on those loans. They said he paid. He was the single largest individual taxpayer in the history of the United States yep. like off 11, of one sale. It was he's like not 11, even from here. It was like $11 billion or something like yep. that. But eat the so, rich, Justin. But you know what? Here's the thing. What did they do with that money? Fucking handed it to Iran and Ukraine. Yep. At least eight hundred million of it. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, why the fuck should we even pay taxes? The government clearly doesn't know what the fuck to do with it. They just give it to other countries. Yeah. Uh, they just something happens with it. Yeah. The called giving like, it to other hey, countries. <laughs> we need to print more money. I mean, I don't know if you realize this or not, but the first time we had an Iran nuclear deal under Barack Obama, they literally sent pallets of cash oh yeah to iran hence why trump said fuck you exactly and here we are under president Biden <laughs> again trying to get back into an iran nuclear deal well that's because we need oil it has nothing to do with the fact that we need oil it has everything to do with the fact that president biden is actively trying to destroy america well, yeah i mean he even said it on the campaign trail his goal was to end fossil fuels in america well, he's doing a pretty fucking good job of it, if you ask me. And, and, and the whole whole goal is is uh, carbonless by like twenty thirty, net zero by twenty fifty, which is impossible. It's not possible. The technology is not there yet. The only well, way the you get to net zero is there, but people's finance, like the financialness no, no, no. of the it, the technology is, not there. is in its infancy. The technology yeah. is not there. It's not. It you try to put advance. an electric car in fucking maybe, maybe what I'm trying right to say now, is, is and we are, the battery's going to die in two hours. What I'm saying, maybe what I'm thinking of is the te- to the technological possibility. I got there. something to talk about like that. So I know someone that just recently went and bought a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Because of lucky bastard said Ukrainian-Russian conflict is causing the rise of gas. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely not what's fucking happening. Right. <laughs> so, not only that, I'll just tell you, it's my sister-in-law. She's not bright. <laughs> so, she was telling my wife this, and me and my wife just not too long ago had discussed this, and I was telling my wife all the issues with trying to move to electric cars, all the issues and all this. Right. You know, talking about like, oh, if you live in cold climates, the battery, you don't get the same range. You know, 
you can't widespread charge electric cars because the electrical grids pretty much everywhere will not handle it. You know, the price of electricity is going to go up because you still, in a lot of places, need natural gas to fuel the electricity. You know, there's a lot of bugs. Yeah. And uh, a lot of little niches they got to work out. Yeah. And then, like, my wife was like telling me that they were like, oh, yeah, well, we, we looked into all that. They fixed the problem with the battery being less efficient in colder weather and all this. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. You can't just change it. The thing is, cold mm-hmm. naturally pulls electrical energy. I don't care how well you think it has, it's going to be less effective in extreme temperatures no matter what. They, they didn't fix that. That's not a thing. It's pulling energy through heat transfer and everything like that. Cold drains batteries. That's There's no battery technology that's widely available that is not prone to that. You know, it's just... No. I'm trying to find this chart that shows... That's jet fuel. I don't need jet fuel, motherfucker. Which, granted, now Musk has he, he and he has admitted that fault. Like he can't. I mean, he can't refute it. Right. And, but he, you know, but he is he he you know he's openly admitted that he you know they're openly researching you know how to make yeah. uh, make it more efficient. And I'm and I'm not saying that it's impossible. Nothing's yeah. impossible. Let's be real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that may be what I'm trying to say is the technological possibilities are all there yeah but where the technology is now versus where it will be as far as since the technology (laughs) has came yeah where it's gotten to right that jump (coughs) it's not a large enough span for it to change let's just go even down to say blue collar workers say somebody like me I'm just a simple grass man you know what I'm saying there were some states now saying you cannot have gas-operated equipment anymore. Yeah. Have you looked into the cost of a sit down, like an actual sit-down, uh, like zero-turn electric mower? Like we're talking about like thirty grand. Yeah. Versus now, like I paid five for mine. You know what I mean? Like there's no compare. There's no comparison there. So say if we woke up tomorrow and the government's like. All landscapers have to have electric equipment. How do you do that? You freaking can't. Yeah. You either go out of, you either like freaking, what, what would you call it? Collateral everything you own to just stay in business or you go out of business. Yeah. That's just for that mower. That's not including your trimmers and all your other equipment that uses gas, you know? Because, yeah, even like states like California. Like all your trimmers, they either they have to be electric. Well, and another thing and too is like you have to look at the the wider scope of all this and like why that timeline also is just absolutely absurd. It's because you have to look at all the stuff that is fossil fuel dependent. Yeah, there is so much that depends on fossil fuels to function. Yeah, it's so big. Shipping boats, boats, cars. Electricity. Yep. You know, you, you construction on, equipment. That's what I'm saying. Like blue collar stuff. Like there's stuff that keeps I, uh, this country running that yeet and that needs blue, fossil fuels. I put a, a picture in the Discord. Just pull that up and get it full screened. 
Like, I'm all for green energy. Like, I love the concept of it. But, like, you, you, you're one, you're not going to be able to just, like... That's, that's good. You're not so, going to be able to just beat everybody into it, though. So, here's the thing. Like, this goes back all the way to 2012, right? And this is the average price of a gallon of gasoline by month for 120 months. Okay. So... Put the cursor right there at that low spot in at 2020. So so right there is about April of 2020, right? Yeah. It was right at the beginning-ish of the pandemic, whatever. Um, you know, demand went way down, so price went way down. Right. It's normal. Well, up until... Right before 2021, it kind of came back to that $2 a gallon range. Which everybody's okay with. And that's and fine. So fine. I'm fine with that. I understand the demand's going to increase. But but when you look at the price of a gallon of gas since they installed Biden at the end of January, like go up and to the right, down, down, right there in that little valley. Right there, when you look at that spot, that's where Biden was inaugurated. What's happened to a gallon of gas since that time? Yep. Straight up. But those are the those are the Putin price hikes. Putin, I guess Putin was in Ukraine at on January twenty first, twenty twenty one. You're not saying it has anything. To do with him closing down the Keystone Pipeline. And imposing greater restrictions on drilling and fracking. And, and putting 30,000 people out of a job on you know, mm. his first day? No, probably nothing. It's, probably, it's, it's, it's definitely probably nothing. That's probably not related. No, no not related at all. <clears throat> so, I, but that's, that's the thing. Like, when you look at that, how can you fucking sit there and say that these are Putin price hikes? Yeah. Like the the data is right in front of your fucking face, right? I mean, it's just constantly. Now, it hasn't jumped quite as severely as it did since the Putin price hike. Yes, it did. No, I'm saying like it jumped like what over a, almost a dollar in like two weeks. I mean, it was like three twenty a gallon prior to the Ukraine invasion. That's what I'm saying. It jumped all the way up to four gallons within like yeah four dollars a gallon for like in two weeks. So, I mean, it yeah, wasn't and, quite as sharp, but it was still steadily. It was the up. largest uh, increasing price of gas in history, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it was quick. I yeah, mean, you, I mean, you it was instantaneous. Work, come back and it was up forty cents yeah. from what it was that morning. I mean, but the the data speaks for itself. Over the course of two years, not even two years, over the course of a year. Yeah, we're talking long, like more long term. Yeah, the price of a gallon of gas has went up two fucking dollars a gallon. Yeah. No, and that's what I'm saying. It was a consistent tickward up. It just went. Like. Yeah. I, I mean, like and there you was know. no, like, it was like. Yeah. It was <laughs> kind of like his votes. It just went straight up. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird, dude. I don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, when you look at that and you see the comments that he made on the campaign trail about ending fossil fuel. That's exactly what he's trying to do. 
Yeah. He's trying to make it so expensive that the average American cannot afford it. And then they want to come out and say, well, if you drove an electric vehicle, this wouldn't like, be a problem Oh, great. For I can't you. afford $4, you know, $4 a gallon of gas, so I can afford a $60,000 car. Yeah, let me just go buy a fucking $45,000 Tesla <coughs> with the money I don't fucking have to put gas in my tank. Or you can just let me have <coughs> gas, and if I'm broke, I can buy a $2,500 car to put gas in and drive around. Not only that, but when you look at people who live in apartments, <coughs> they don't have chargers. No. To charge their vehicle in You not. look at not super large cities. They don't have them. No. We don't have one. Look at California, where they was, actively ask their residents to stop <laughs> charging their Teslas. Yeah. No, Huntsville, Huntsville does have chargers. Do they? Yeah. Where? I mean, there's a charger at my, at there, my workplace. There's, there's a charging station. Oh, okay. You know those uh, um, solar panels right there, right when you start... When you pass Martin Road, those big, those all those solar panels that are right there. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. a charging station. And uh, in downtown Huntsville, there's charging stations. Yeah, but, but you're talking about an infrastructure okay. that is so much in its infancy that. But yeah. Well, I was okay. going to say that was the last time I was down there, though. I think the one I saw was like out of order. So, but th- this is this will further the point. Okay, so you think about that. There's what between those three locations that you said. There's. Say there's 10. We'll just be gracious. Say there's 10 chargers for those three locations. So you're looking at 30 out of almost 200,000 people in the, in the city, inner oh, yeah. city of Huntsville oh, yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Another thing, it takes so long to charge those. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, you can get like 200 miles oh, out of like a 15-minute Let's talk about charge. cost. Let's talk about cost. What do you think? Is it going to cost you more to, to charge a car than it would well, be to put saying. gas you think, in it? You think no, even, it's literally pennies on the dollar. But you even think, you go, you, okay, you say that, right? For now. 15 minutes and you can get 200 miles. Yeah. Times that by <coughs> 200,000 people. You know how much that helps me get to see my daughter? Zero. None. But here's my thing. You go to a gas station, you pull <coughs> up, it takes you, what, a minute? Two minutes most. To put in your card information, yep. or go in and pay the cashier, stand in line, wait for cashier. Yeah, you come out, you pump your gas, you're gone within five minutes. Most of the time, yeah. Depending if on not less. Depending, well, I mean, there are times I've sat at a gas station for thirty minutes. Well, I'm because saying, it's there not, was a line. It's not. It's not typically. But typically, yeah, you're. I mean, you're in and out within. But you say okay, five you go minutes. to a charging station. You have to wait fifteen minutes for one person to get barely something. Yep. And say there's 15 people there. You're there for hours mm-hmm. and not even get a full charge. Nope. Yeah, like I said, like... like. But that's what the Democrat Party wants, ladies and gentlemen. The infrastructure's got to get there first. The infrastructure will never be there. This is just the new, modern, the 21st century of a bread line. Yep. It, exactly. That's exactly what it this is. is. This is the modern, let them eat cake. Listen, we literally... Might as well live in Panem. Tom, can I be Katniss? No. <laughs> you know why? Because you're a man. But I'm not a biologist. What is Katniss? And you're not attractive. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I do have black hair. Stop it! <laughs> I can shoot a boat. Fair. I'll be Cat His. Cat His. Or Cat hiss. Cat hiss. Yes. I mean, cat hiss. 
with Cat and his be a male version of Cat. Cathis. Cathis. You'll be Cathis. Cathis. Kind of makes my wiener hurt thinking about that. Ah! <laughs> 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 <I'm a catheter>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, Joe, I, you know, I think it may be Tom. Wait, wait. <coughs> I'm not yeah, ready. Wait a minute. <clears throat> you didn't call Cathis. I got one more thing. It's in the Discord. You know, when we were talking about, you know, we just got to listen to the president. You know, the president is our boss. You know, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, back when Obama was president, he's got to say, he's got to tell us, you know, president's our boss. We were talking about it earlier, remember? We were talking about like something about like the president's in control. Yeah. But he's not. I'm not going to say much. I think everybody else is uh, far better at this than me. Uh, I am just here to support the President of the United States. The President of the United States is, you know, our boss. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not. also, you know, the President and the First Lady are kind of like the mom and the dad of the country. No, they're not. Definitely not. If says something, you listen. Nope. No. When you don't, it usually bites you in the ass later on. Nope. So, uh, well, that part, yeah, but. Support the president. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just going to say that that is exactly the reason that comedians and actors and athletes should, should not partake in telling, partake people, in telling people what to think. Right. Because that is how you end up with useful idiots. And useful idiots are something that really enjoys. And the communists really like them. The, the communist national anthem. And communists aren't people. I mean, Which is why it is not a sin to throw them out of helicopters. I mean, seriously? What? Why the fuck would people listen to that shit? I don't know. Why? Why would people beat that shit up, though? Now, Joe, your mission, should you have accepted it last week, was to bring us information about the New World Order. And now, it's time for Joe's Conspiracy Corner. So, go for it. I do need to look at what Biden said about the New World Order, just to give reference. Well, so Biden said that uh, it's time for a New World Order and America needs to lead it. He won't be the next president. Well, fuck no, he won't be the next president. I'm saying you know he why? Won't, he won't. Because he won't he's going to be fucking dead. He won't have another term. No, he won't. Nobody believes that he's going to have another term. The actual New I World Order. Because the actual New World Order just looked at that and said, son of a bitch. He's exposing us. He said, no, for, no, not exposing us. <laughs> like, governments do not control the world. 
the rich and powerful in these organizations control the world. I mean, that's evident based on, you know, everything. I don't know, our Congress. But but not everybody that is rich and powerful is part of this little uh, fraternity. You know what I mean? And nobody can actually Correct. nobody can actually say who is exactly all part of it. You just know some of the big names. Like said, you know, you got the Bilderberg group, who we feel, you know, and you know, got the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds. Right, right, right. Okay. Probably soon to be Blackstone. Well, Blackstone is one of those that clearly wants all the power. Yeah. So I don't know nothing about Blackstone. So Blackstone is actually a seat at the table for sure. Blackstone is actually an investment firm. Not the people that made my griddle. No. Okay. So they're at, they're an investment firm that has about ten trillion dollars worth of investment capital, right? But they believe in stakeholder capitalism, not shareholder capitalism. So stakeholder capitalism <coughs> is basically uh, forcing companies to do what you want them to do for the good of the the, the for the greater good rather than for profit. Mm. And they're already having a huge influence on politicians. Elizabeth yep. Warren is pushing for them to be too big to fail. Oh, that sounds familiar. That sounds a lot like, uh, oh, I don't know, the 2008 financial crisis exactly. from the housing market? Yep. And they own a ton of real estate. They do. They're buying up all these houses during the housing market crisis. Like, crazy. They, they are 1,000% part of the Great Reset. Hmm. They're okay. taking and they're grabbing, snatching up all these houses for sale, and they're I mean, setting they're them up to be rented. They also own like eleven million dollars. They have like eleven million dollars shares worth of uh, Spotify. Yes, because have I showed y'all the commercial where the future is renting? Yes, I've showed. Have I showed you the on World the Economic Forum? Yeah. No, no, no. This is That's part of the Great Reset. But there's there's an thing. actual commercial. Yeah, pull it up. Get it up there. It's the reason why a lot of people were probably refusing all these townhomes homes and stuff wanting to be built with the yep. new zoning and stuff in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the citizens. The thing is, is like when, when a company comes in and starts buying up all this real estate for the sole purpose of renting it to individuals, it can, no intention of selling it. It's so hard to switch hands at that point. To, you're, you're setting up people to live in a constant state of poverty. Because, because you don't own anything. Because nobody's going to be able to own anything because <coughs> corporations will own it all. And they're not going to sell. No, they're absolutely not. Because once they sell it, there goes their profit. There goes their cash cow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally okay, um, what passive was, income. What was that guy's name from Jurassic Park that was riding in the back of the Jeep? Is that Jeff Goldblum? Yes. Because he was in the commercial. I'm trying to find this commercial. I didn't realize how old that guy was. Oh, he's it's older. Fucking ancient it's like, now. The commercial's kind of old. Uh, I mean, but the, this is, so the New World Order, though, like right? Oh, like the Great Reset. I'm sure you you go ahead. I'm going to look up New World Order. So stuff. it's interesting because that's you know it's not the first time we've heard that. You know, other leaders, ambassadors, yep, stuff like that in other countries, Australia, Great Britain. You know, they've all been caught saying all right, Lonnie, I got Great it, Reset or, 
you know, New World but Order. See, the, the Great Reset is not even a conspiracy. No, it's an actual thing. Like, they are straight up like, hey, we've got to build this back the way, yeah, we, the, we, this way. The, the world this economic powerful $99 drone. That's definitely not it, but I want Fuck that. that drone. No, that throw, the flame-throwing drone. Yeah, that's not actually how they come, though. I think this is Go it. ahead. Earth. The biggest apartment in the world. Nearly six quadrillion square feet, housing over seven billion people, where all of humanity can live. Apartments within apartments within apartments.com. Change your apartment. Change Yeah, the yeah, change the world. That, that better not be it. <laughs> I guess our slogan is catching on, huh? Is that all it gave us? Yeah, I, I don't think... Let me try it. another one. I mean, look. We could be, you know, you know look, at, look at China. It, you know, all these yeah. apartments and stuff. There's so many apartments, not houses, in like Hong Kong. Yep. They have to have the trains run through the center of apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <coughs> yep. It's all <coughs> fucky. So, now, as far as New World Order is concerned, um, is a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian one-world government, which will replace sovereign nation-states in an all-encompassing propaganda whose ideology hails the establishment of the New World Order as the accumulation of history's progress or culmination of history's progress, sorry. Uh, many influential historical and contemporary figures have therefore been alleged to be part of the cabal that operates through many front organizations to orchestrate significant political and financial events ranging from causing systemic crisis, crises to pushing through controversial policies at both national and international levels as steps in an ongoing plot to achieve world domination. Sounds kind of fucky, right? Just a wee bit. Even Joe Rogan says there's some fuckery afoot. <coughs> yeah. When it comes to these things. Right? And it's, uh... But, do you know, we buy into it every single day. Every one of us. Not a single one. Unless you literally plant all the food and grow all the food that you own and you're off grid. We buy into it every day. Including you. Including me. Motherfucker. Yeah, I said we. Joe. I said we. You're fucking part of the cabal. Shut up. You're the problem. You're turning the frog's gay. <laughs> so, see that little thing on your wrist? Yep. One day, we're all going to be required to have one of them, I think. Meh. And that's how we're going to buy and sell. I don't think or so. Or at least buy. Have a what? Like a smartwatch. Or it could be like what I was talking about not too long ago. With the proposed digital currency that um, Great Britain is trying to push. Well, I mean, I'm kind of, it stems into that, like... Digital currency, smartwatch. 
I mean, it's all tied no, together. Probably yeah. a retinal scan. Or a finger prick. Finger, yeah. I mean, a chip, sure implanted, a chip implanted in see, you. People will want maybe these things. Maybe or maybe things. not vaccine. People will want these things, though. It's not going to be something that's going to have to be forced. It will have to be forced on people like me. Because I'm going to be like, if no snake, you know. No, you ain't putting no motherfucking chip on my hand. Yeah. I'm running to the woods. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be forced. It's not going to, it's not going to be willing. But I'm saying the majority of people will want it. Well, I mean, that's like we've always said. The majority of people, when the train cars show up. They're going to say, get in. They're just going to be like, oh, okay. (coughs) We're going on a trip to a place called Auschwitz. Yikes. Shines it. Going to be a bad day. No, little German boy. And I have a feeling we're going to see it. Probably. I mean, at the rate things are going, yes, most likely. He the Larry David song. So we got open spots for... Fuck, where's the manual? Where's my manual? Where's my copy of 1984? Fuck! It's like, so that brings us to the point Let me check the manual real quick. We are hiring here at Embers of Liberty. We are looking for hackers. Hackers. We need hackers. We went different different routes there. Now, now, now we can't pay you. (laughs) You know, we can't pay you, but we'll hire you. Yeah, we can't can't pay you with anything other than guaranteed freedom. Yes, we will keep you safe. Even if that freedom comes in the form of death. Free is free, motherfucker. I mean... Kind of like this table. This table. Free dollars and free cents! But... It's my favorite price. All I'm saying, if you hear this, and this message reaches you in the right context... You are part of the resistance. You're part of the resistance, and we won't talk to you. You know, we're just putting in our little insurance chips for the future. For real, if you're here and you like what we're saying, you like the show, think we have common ideology, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, click that bell icon, you'll always be notified when we go live, which is, by the way, every Saturday night at 8.30 Central Standard Time, p.m., which I think the night thing kind of covered that, but whatever. Oh yeah, because ain't none of us getting up. Oh, no fuck no. 6.30 in the morning. Now, I mean, granted, to, to, one day I would like to do, you know, like a Steven Crowder type thing where we go live four days a week. You know, that maybe once we start making money. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> we hit that uh that be, uh, gold I, play button or something. No. Make I'll, shitloads of money off I'll that YouTube money. I'll be the wish money. version of uh, Jamie. What? I'll be the wish version of Jamie. Well, yeah, you already are. <laughs> We ordered a young Jamie. We got a Kentucky waterfall. It's fine. It's true. But I'm it's very American, true. Baby. <coughs> Made right here. Business up front, party in the back. That's right. Well, roll fucking tide, I guess. Or don't roll tide. Yeah, maybe you don't roll any more tides. <laughs> but <coughs> so, the old, New World Order conspiracy has been around for a long time. Yes, it really has. It's probably the oldest of all the conspiracies. Um, but you know what? I'm here for it. I mean, obviously, stuff happens behind the scene. I mean, it's pretty obvious sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious all the time. Yeah. Every time. <coughs> so we know there's got to be something going on there. Absolutely. But 
it ain't gonna matter once the mushroom come at the No, absolutely not. Hey Joe, fun fact. You know that now all the experts are proposing the idea that a large scale nuclear war is probably less likely and smaller nuclear attacks are more likely. I'm a, I'm actually I, I agree with that. I don't think I think the likelihood of a worldwide nuclear apocalypse is very unlikely. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. No, it don't. It really no, don't. No, because that's bad for everyone. Even not the people just who your enemies. Are initiating. Like, 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 oh, fuck. Like, like me, me and Beth talked about it the other day. Like, because, you, know, you know, you watch in the movies, though, and you see nuclear attacks happening, and it's just like the whole world turns into big poof. Yeah. I think initially. <coughs> <coughs> We're getting off track here. New World Order. Well, if the New World Order might be wanting a nuclear war. That's true. They probably do. But. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I damn. We can leave Joe's conspiracy corner, but this is a good subject to talk about. Because, I mean, it's relative. Because they are talking about. But they are talking about there is an increase in the possibility of a nuclear attack, though. Of, they're, they're saying that the more this goes on, the more likely it is that Putin will use nukes. Yeah, because Putin is fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, he's not crazy. He just doesn't give a shit right. about anybody. No, I don't but see. Him. I don't really see. I'm going to be on, like, the conspiracy kind of doomsday prepper part of me. Yeah, sees him just going, launch them all. The more. I am his ass. The more. But I am late tired. What do you call it? Uh, <laughs> the more, I guess, sensible side of me wants to think he probably wouldn't because, okay, first of all, if I want to take a country, I don't want to freaking destroy the whole damn country. No, right? but at the same time, like, you're getting beat back. And you've already killed a lot of your generals. <laughs> By putting them on the front lines like a fucking idiot. Because yeah. your shit's so unorganized. <laughs> but here's the thing. So, like, with a leader with, like, Putin... I'm going to cut the... I'm going to cut this back to standard standard lighting here because we're basically not even doing Joe's Conspiracy Corner anymore because it's just... We're talking about... It was a good War. Conspiracy Corner, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking um, about World War Three now. So, I mean, but the thing is, is, like, with a leader like Putin who has basically installed himself long term how much do you really think his generals are being honest with him about their military <coughs> capabilities oh hell no you know they're, they're not they're afraid of him it's just like because Kim, they know like that if kim. they tell him the truth they're going to be like yeah, yeah just like little kim north korea yeah like if, if you don't have confidence in you you're just gonna die and uh, yes, I think we all know that that putin's preferred method of assassination is not bullets it's poison Ugh. He poisons his opponents. And that's just how he's always been. You yeah. know, he's not doing he's this. Well, the uh, the the guy that actually what ran against him, yeah, in the election, he tried poisoning him. Exactly. But he survived. Yeah. And now he's exiled somewhere. No. From... No, he's like, in prison. I think. I think is he in prison? Him. Yeah. In oh yeah, that's right. They did. Yeah, they imprisoned him in Siberia. That's right. I was thinking of somebody else. Uh, fucking cold as shit up there. Permafrost, man. Uh, fuck that place. Uh, that's like my personal hell. 
put spiders there and I'm fucking killing myself. <laughs> put me there. Put me on permafrost with spiders. I'm fucking done. But going back to nuclear war. I will paint the ceiling. <laughs> um, I see Putin more. I don't even know if you, I would even say trying to attack the U.S. I see more Europe. I, well, no, I I, th- I don't think he has the balls to attack the United States. First off, I, I do see, I do yeah, see, especially after this little stint in Ukraine, he's like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I can't, no, I cannot take the but, United but once States. We push him but back Europe, face engaged. Europe, bunch of pussies. But once he, we push him into a corner far enough, I have a feeling he's going to hit a button. Whether and, that's but the, I don't think it's going to be the U.S. I think it'll be Europe. But the thing is, it's probably not going to be the nuclear button at first. It's probably going to escalate because. The way that Russia's always done things is they escalate to de-escalate. So right? here's the way that they work. Russia actually is very similar as the United States in their tactics. They actually are pretty similar. Like you look at like the Cold the War. Execution's just bad. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying they're good at it, but <laughs> I'm saying their thought process. I mean, you look at the Cold War. The United States and Russia were doing essentially the same thing to one another. To not heighten, they were trying to put on a big face, but they were doing stuff in the shadows. Both countries were doing the same thing. They were having spies embedded, you know. Right. It was all <coughs> intelligence and counterintelligence. Yeah, that's and I mean, and that's the that's the environment that Vladimir Putin grew up in. Right. Like that's where he came of age is during the Cold War. Yeah. You know, KGB he era. was a KGB operative. Like military intelligence is all this man knows. And violence. Yeah. That, that's it. That's all the man knows. And that's another reason why I don't think that he is so quick to launch a nuke. No, I, I think that he understands that that's the end. And I think he knows that just by muttering the words, nuclear weapons, everyone's going to heed and take notice. And it's and exactly they have. what happened. Yeah. Um, he's a lot smarter than people. He's unhinged. He's, he's a little crazy. But, I, but that's the thing. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just very calculated. Yeah. And knows how to get what he wants out well, of Well, when people. I say crazy, I don't mean like he's literally crazy. I mean, he's crazy as far as like... The the extent, <laughs> the extent that he's willing to go. go. Yeah. Like he's bold. He is. I and, and that's the thing. And that's, you know, like when Donald Trump said that he was smart, everyone was like, oh, Donald Trump's President Vladimir is. Putin. Dude, the guy wrong. is fucking smart. I mean, look. I'm not did. praising him, he but he's fucking in, smart. He came in, took over, and then changed the game. <coughs> now like we're he can be president until like 2036. Yeah. When he's like 84. Yeah. And the there's fuck? not shit anybody can do about it. That's smart. Yeah. If I mean, it's not good. It, no. But it's smart. Nobody says it's good, but we all say that he's fucking smart. Like I mean, he's clearly the same intelligent. Thing with Hitler, same thing with Hitler. What he did was smart. <coughs> Definitely in the beginning, wasn't good. Nope. But he did it in a smart way. That's why he had so much success. Yep. He was a great orator. Yeah. You know, okay. He, so this whole time, fiery speeches. This yes. whole time, I was thinking we were at DefCon two, but we're at DefCon three right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking we were at DefCon two for some reason. Mm-hmm. Which isn't still funny. though. DefCon three isn't great. Well, no. Like Air Force, the Air Force is, uh, you know, 15 minutes to mobilization. Yeah. 
you put a, a tactical nuclear warhead in one of those hypersonic missiles, you're fucked. Yeah. I, I, that's just the simple fact of the matter. Like, you're going to have minutes to react, not tens of minutes. So, it, it's, uh, it's getting kind of fucky out there, and I don't like it. But, at the same time, like... I just want it to be over as far as like all this shit in Ukraine. But even, even saying that, even though they have hypersonics, I I think just by the sheer number of what is pointing toward (coughs) Russia is enough to deter that even. They have more of a nuclear arsenal than America does. Right. But you have to think of all the And they have larger nukes. Yes. Because America went down the path of denuclearization. But you have to think of all the allies that we have as well. Yeah, who have minuscule numbers of nuclear weapons. Still, I mean... But, I mean, when you look at the grand scheme of things, you know, you're looking at 30 nations versus three. You know, because you've got Russia, China, North Korea. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, and Iran. But they don't count because they're like fucking 8th century goat herders. Fuck them. Um, it, it's uh, it's not a fun time to be alive. Like if we could just stop having historical events happen in my lifetime, that'd be great. I'm here for it. Listen, I'll say it. I've said it many times. I'll say it again. Uh, if if war must happen, let it come in my time, so that my daughter may know peace. That's what I'm saying. I'm here for it. So, you know, like, it's just one of those things. Like, I did but, not spend every day of my life since, what, seventh grade trying to become a prepper to not be here for it. Yes, you're crazy. We know. Hey, Thank I mean, you. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not arguing with that one. I want, I, I, Justin, Lonnie, write this down. You're right. No, I'm aware that I'm right. <laughs> Everybody is aware that I'm right. But Lonnie had a look. He was like, you just said Justin was right. <laughs> that is the first for me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I do want to close on kind of the uh, whole Donald Trump lawsuit thing, which I see you have pulled up over there. I was just closing out tabs. But... Oh, well, before we go into that, I just want to make a little statement. I do not want people to die. Well, no, nobody wants anybody to do that. But I am here for the road warrior shenanigans. Just saying. Well, it's the moment so many people have been waiting for. Donald Trump is suing Hillary Clinton and her allies over falsely linking him to Russia. Trump filed the lawsuit in a federal court in Florida where he states Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot against the former president. Included in the lawsuit is Hillary Clinton the Hillary for America, the Democratic National Committee, former FBI Director James Comey and many others. The 108-page document details the damages and demands for a trial by jury. It states, in the run-up to the 2016 (coughs) presidential election, (coughs) Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot, one that shocks the conscience and is an affront for this nation's democracy. Acting in concert, the defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that their Republican opponent, Donald J. Trump, was colluding with a hostile foreign sovereignty. 
The actions taken in furtherance of their scheme, falsifying evidence, deceiving law enforcement and exploiting access to highly sensitive data sources are so outrageous, subversive and incendiary that even the events of Watergate pale in comparison. It continues, under the guise of opposition research, data analytics and other political stratagems, the defendants nefariously sought to sway the public's trust. They worked <coughs> together with a single self-serving purpose to vilify Donald J. Trump. Indeed, their far-reaching conspiracy was designed to cripple Trump's bid for presidency by fabricating a scandal that would be used to trigger an unfounded federal investigation and ignite a media frenzy. The scheme was conceived, coordinated and carried out by top-level officials at the Clinton campaign and the DNC, including the candidate herself, who attempted to shield her involvement behind a wall of third parties. Demands claim Donald Trump has sustained significant injuries and damages, including expenses in the form of defence costs, legal fees and related expenses incurred in connection with his efforts to defend against the defendant's notorious actions, false accusation and overall fraudulent scheme to discredit and delegitimise him. He has asked for no less than $24 million in damages and is seeking a trial with a jury. Last month, a poll carried out found two-thirds, or 66%, of Democrats believe Hillary Clinton should be investigated for her involvement in the Russiagate scandal. The poll comes as special counsel John Durham alleged that Hillary Clinton's campaign paid a tech firm to infiltrate servers at the Trump Tower and the White House. It was done with the aim to link the former president with Russia. The Durham investigation has been operating for a few years with the intention to examine the origins of the now discredited Russia collusion investigation. Mr Durham filed the motion that pertained to a possible conflict of interest related to the representation of former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who was also being named in Trump's lawsuit. Mr Sussman allegedly told the FBI he was not working on behalf of Ms Clinton when he presented documents that he claimed linked the Trump organisation to a Kremlin-tied bank. A claim of which he made just two months before the 2016 election and he has now been charged with making a false statement to a federal agent. Trump's lawyers mentioned Michael Sussman in the lawsuit multiple times. It reads, on a separate front, Perkins Coie partner Michael Sussman headed a campaign to develop misleading evidence of a bogus back-channel connection between email servers at Trump Tower and a Russian-owned bank. The filing of the Durham investigation alleges Mr Sussman had assembled these anti-Trump allegations on behalf of at least two clients, including the Clinton campaign. Mr Durham alleged Mr Sussman billed the Clinton campaign repeatedly for his work linking the Trump campaign to a bank with Russian connections. This was happening while the Clinton camp continued to push the narrative that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia to influence the outcome of the election. <coughs> Trump has long maintained the Clinton camp spied on him during the 2016 election and while he was in office serving as the president. Last month, the former president responded to the updates from the Durham investigation with a statement that read, What Hillary Clinton and the radical left Democrats did with respect to spying on a president of the United States, even while in office, is a far bigger crime than Watergate. As news broke over Trump's decision to file the lawsuit, his supporters responded on social media. One person wrote, this is a battle for all Americans who are defamed by the radical left. Trump is fighting for truth. Another said that President Donald J. Trump is suing Hillary Rodham Clinton over fake Russia conspiracies. Next, she needs to be locked up. Someone else wrote, Trump suing Clinton is the best news I've heard in a long time. <coughs> Finally, Donald J. Trump is suing Hillary Clinton and her Democratic Party and everybody involved in Russiagate. It's about damn time. You can't make this up. 
you literally cannot make a story like this up. And Sean, you have been calling it out from the beginning. You are right. And President Trump is just not going to take it anymore. If you are going to make up lies, if you are going to try and take him down, he's going to fight you back. And that is what this is. This is the beginning of all that. So, lock her up. <laughs> I, that's all I got to say. It's 2016. First off, she should have been locked up for her mishandling of classified information to begin with. But a hammer took care of all that. Of course. <laughs> um, then, you know, anybody who knew anything about what was going on with Russiagate knew that it was all fabricated by Hillary Clinton and a team. So, I mean, this is all just... I've been waiting on this for a long time. Yeah. And now it's happening, and I'm here for it. I'm excited. I am too, especially if it makes it through Discovery, because if it makes it through Discovery, there's a lot of stuff that could come out that will wreck a lot <coughs> of leftists. And I think this is just, I think all this stuff is just surface. Oh, yeah, this is, just, this is just the top of I the... I think this will go so far that there will be people that have some ties to this as well that Everyone was probably like, yeah, I kind of probably... Kind of saw that one coming. Yeah. Yep. But with all that, I don't have anything else to talk about. Joe? Nothing. Lonnie? Nada. Well, I'm Justin. I'm Joe. I'm Kentucky Waterfall. Tally-ho, lads.